I was so depraved I went astray The cost was great I couldn't pay It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get set, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Come to clear my hey, some people are looking sumptuous. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Wow, amen. Wow, the feeling today is different from last week. Wow, it's a blessing. Amen? Yeah, my sister is also in the house. Can we give her some pressure? Amen. Right. So, last week, we started more prayer, more results. You remember? Yeah, we are concluding the message this morning. Can you lift up your right hand as we pray? Begin to pray, Father. As your word is coming, bring me to the place of revelation. Bring me to the place of understanding. Are you praying? Father, bring me to the place of revelation. Bring me to the place of understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you for this morning. We ask that as your word is coming, Lord, cause us to receive understanding, enlightenment of your word. In Jesus' name, we call it done. Amen. Right. So, last week, I preached on more prayer, more results. And this week, I'm continuing the message. Amen. This morning, what I'm preaching is the power of prayer in releasing you into the realm of results. The power of prayer in releasing you into the realm of results. Write something. It is important that you take records. Men and women who make impact, whose names are in records, are men and women who take records. So it's important that you take records. The power of prayer in releasing you into the realm of results. Amen. How many of you want to see changes in your life? You want to encounter results. Now, one of the things that you have to know in your attempt to see results is to pray. Amen. I want you to shake four people, tell them pray, 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 pray. And the fifth person, tell the fifth person, pray more, pray more, pray more, pray more, pray more, pray more. Hallelujah. Ask somebody that when was the last time you prayed more than one hour? Ask somebody. Make sure the person gives you an answer. When was the last time you prayed more than one hour? When? <laughs> Most people don't pray. I'm telling you. <laughs> we, we trust anointing oil, the bottle. We don't pray. Yeah. But I see God raising a new generation of people who stand in prayer. Amen. Now, what would prayer do? Prayer releases new revelations. Number four, as we continue from last week, prayer releases new revelations. New revelations. The encounters you have with God are encounters that you have based on revelation. If you keep having new relationship with God and you keep having new revelations in God, then you keep going higher. So the reason why people go higher is because they have encountered a new revelation. Now, without an encounter of a new revelation, it means that all your life and your living will be based on an old revelation. And the old revelation does not have the capacity to produce new results. It is new revelation that produces new results. 
the old revelation you used to have about God, about his word, about his values, about his systems, about his principles, if you keep operating by those old revelations, it will be difficult for you to go to the next level. Old things will produce old results. It is new understanding that produces new results. Hallelujah. Right. So, if you are in school and all you are learning is what you were taught in primary school, then, and you don't pass the next, you go to class 5, you move to class 6, and you fail to pass class 6, the new information you are learning, then you can't go to DHS 1. So, most people are in class 5 in their work with God, and they are believing God to go to class 6, but they are still operating with class 5 syllabus in class 6. And that cannot happen. So, your work with God must keep growing in revelation. Your understanding of the mystery of Christ, your understanding of success systems must keep improving. You keep learning, you keep improving, you keep receiving new information, then you keep getting new results. If you are in business and you are not learning new things, it means that your products, your services, your delivery, your branding, your designs, your customers are still the old people. But remember that as long as they are still the old people, they will not bring new sales. So you have to learn new things. You have to have new ideas in order to get new people. So you have to introduce new products, new services, new customer care, new delivery, new branding. It's an improvement in the existing one that moves you to your next result. Without an improvement in your existing structure, you are not going to the next level. So in order to go to your next level in everything you are doing, you have to get a new revelation, a new understanding. And that is one of the things prayer produces. So, when you stand in prayer, God reveals to you a new revelation that you need for your next level. So, prayer releases you into your new revelation. And new revelation is important because new revelation is the only ingredient that guarantees new results. So, if you keep cooking the way you used to cook, your food will taste the same. You have to learn new ideas of cooking in order to change the results of the taste. So, if you keep mixing the same ingredients, irrespective of your desire to see a changed food, it will still be the same because the chemistry, the content is the same. That is why last week I said that 2020 watch night will frustrate a lot of people because most pastors, including myself, will be lying to people. 2020 will bring this, will bring that, but it won't bring. Unless you walk in a new understanding, 2020 is like 2019. Are we together? The reason why prayer is powerful is that prayer releases you into your new revelation. Daniel chapter 9. Daniel chapter 9. I see somebody receiving a new revelation. Daniel chapter 9. Are you there? Daniel is after Habakkuk. It's after Habakkuk. Daniel chapter 9, verse 21. Yeah, while I was speaking in prayer, speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in a vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening oblation. I see an angel touching somebody here. Verse 22, and he informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. The power of new revelation is the power that releases skill and understanding. You see, you are going to build systems and structures effectively based on your ability to 
understand skill and understanding. To receive skill and understanding is what will change your, your resolve. If you keep studying the way you used to study, you are going to get the same results. If you keep praying the way you used to pray, you are going to get the same results. If you keep drawing the way you used to draw, you are going to get the same results. If you keep speaking the way you used to speak, you are going to get the same results. So you need new ideas, you need new skill, new understanding in order to produce new results. So prayer brings you that revelation of the new thing that you have to do to add to what you are doing now. Most big businesses in the 1990s are in extension. In fact, there are businesses that were doing well in 2000, they are in extension. There are businesses that were doing well in 2010, they are in extension. I'm talking about global brands. I'm talking about Canon. I'm talking about Lenovo. I'm talking about Compaq that was sold. I'm talking about big brands that, that, that moved money and, and provided job for many people but are no more now. Why? Because at the point when new ideas are not coming into it, you stagnate. At the time you stagnate, you fall. So new ideas is your new fuel to keep you going. That is why I said that your, your inability to yearn to learn will never give you that grace to earn. If you refuse to keep learning, to keep improving, then you cannot go to your next level. Your next level is more difficult than your current level. Your next level is, more, is tougher than your current level. Your next level is more complicated than your current level. So your next level needs new information to inject into your system for a new performance. Are we together? Right. So, and he informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give this skill and understanding. So, when you pray, when you pray, when you are in prayer, believe God for the release of skill and understanding. Most people pray and they pray and they finish the prayer and they say amen and they never wait for God to speak to them. After praying, you have to hear God speaking to you. It's not every prayer you finish praying, you say amen, then you wake up believing that God has done it. There are some prayers that you pray and God wants to speak to you there and then about your situation. A new idea that you have to inject. So your inability to wait patiently after you speak your words in prayer may May, may restrict the angel for appearing to you and speaking to you. But while I was speaking, even the man Gabriel, who I have seen in the first vision, appeared to me. And he said, oh Daniel, I have come to give thee skill and understanding. So, prayer is not the end, I said. Prayer is your initiation to your next level. So, after praying, you are getting ready for a next level. Prayer is not what ends the situation. Prayer gives you the ability to walk in your next situation. So, when you pray, you have to wait on God for new revelations and understanding. What, what is prayer? Communication between man and God by the Spirit and via the Word. So, when you pray and you speak to God, you have to be ready to hear God speak to you. And until and unless God speaks to you, it is just a confession of faith and not prayer. You have to hear God. The end of prayer is the voice of God. When God speaks, that is when prayer is completed. Prayer is perfected when God speaks. When you go to God in prayer about your business, about your marriage, about your family, about your relationship, about your academics, you have to wait on God to hear what he has to say about what you have brought on board. Am I speaking to somebody? So you don't rush out of the prayer room. You wait in the prayer room. That is why prayer is waiting. Prayer is waiting. And prayer is not wasting. It is waiting. So when you pray, you wait on God. Believing God to speak to you about your situation. And your inability to wait patiently for what he has to say means that all the things that he has to say, you may not hear him speak about them. Have you ever gone to a post office when those days we used to write to Joyce Mayer? And they say, oh, your letter had been here for more than three months. 
Who ever experienced something like that? They see the postmaster say, oh, your letter that returned came. But we were trying to reach you. We couldn't reach you. It has been in the post office box for more than three months. So most people have prayed. God has answered. But the answer is in post office boxes in the realm of the spirit. They have not accessed the answers yet. Why? Because they have not been able to wait on God to hear his answer. Your amen is not the answer to God's prayer. Your amen after you pray is not the answer. God is a speaking God. Yesterday, I preached for my son, Prophet Alfred. It's a fantastic conference. Place was charged. I preached my heart out. You know when I preach, people don't clap. Normal. Preach, preach, preach. I prophesied to one guy. The guy said, ah. My God. Then I prophesied to another man. The man was crying like a baby. I was so sad. I was so sad. But me to finish prayer in my room and say, God, I am going to the program. I believe you. It's different from when God has said, I am moving with you. Your assurance is based on his specific word released in your situation. Don't use the Bible as the guarantee for your answers. Let me explain. I said in the Bible, God tells Jacob that don't move from this land. I will bless you here. Then he tells Abraham, stay. He tells Abraham, move. I will bless you there. Now, these two things are in the Bible. Which one is about your situation? Are you Jacob? Are you Abraham? Mary gave birth at the age of 13. Sarah gave birth at the age of 60. At the age of 90, sorry. So you sit there and they use Sarah's scripture to tell you that your situation is like Sarah. What about Mary? Why not Mary? By the way, are you Mary and are you Sarah? And both are in the Bible. The Bible is written for your admonition. It's not your, it's not your life. The, the syllabus is written so that you understand the areas the questions will come. But we don't use the teaching syllabus to give questions. The teacher who comes to class and he, he said questions that he has given to you already, it's not a good teacher. You have to apply what you are learning. So what you are going to apply is an amalgamation or a combination or an addition of what you learned. So you have seen Sarah's situation you have seen Naomi's situation. You have seen Mary's situation. And you sit down and you say, God, what is my situation? You may sit there for the next 25 years believing you are Sarah. And you are not Sarah. So when you pray, you have to wait on God for God to speak specifically about your situation. Now those people who pray, when they pray, they finish, they throw the Bible up. They say everywhere it opens is, is, their, is their testimony. They opens to a place. And the Bible says that, put your house together for you are about to die. Mercy. Ask somebody, do you hear from God? Do you hear from God? Ask somebody, when you pray, what do you do after that? Just ask the person, do you wait or you move out? You move out for some Tom Brown, some, some wheat. Early morning wheat. The times that God will speak to you are not the times that you are in prayer. God will speak to you after prayer. So if you, are, if you don't create the sensitivity after prayer, then you can't hear him. So you are done praying, but you are waiting on God and your prophetic ears and your prophetic mind and your prophetic heart is still open and you are still believing that he speaks in the course of the day, then you see that he has spoken a word about what you prayed about at dawn or in the morning. So it's not in the activity of prayer that you hear his voice necessarily. You, you, sometimes you have to wait in the process of day, in the process of weeks, then he speaks about what you said, you asked about.
So your inability to be sensitive after prayer may not guarantee your answer to the prayer. That's why people fast, people pray, people do everything and they seem not to get results. Because the time that God will be speaking about their issue, they are in sin. They have gone back to sin. You think you can use, you can pray now and go back to sin later and still, it's not like that. God will speak after you pray. Have you created the, 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 the conducive atmosphere that you can hear his voice after you pray? Am I speaking to somebody? So one day Bishop Oedipo said that he was at the Saratin Hotel in Nigeria and then after he was learning, praying, learning, praying and when he was done moving into a taxi then the Lord spoke to him about an issue that has to do with the church ministry. Another time he said he was driving then the Lord spoke to him. One day Bishop Dag said he was driving and the Lord spoke to him and he packed the car for three hours. He was driving and the Lord spoke to him. So when you are even driving, are you still sensitive? You see, if you call somebody, the person did not pick up. Is your mind still not on the phone waiting to hear the person call you back? Yeah, that's the sensitivity I'm talking about. You are sensitive that after you have placed the call and you didn't hear from the person, you are still adjusting your mind and your heart and still connecting to the position of the phone to hear whether you hear the sound of an answer. And that comes after you made the call, not during you made the call. So when you pray, you are still sensitive, connecting your mind and your spirit and reflecting and meditating on what you prayed. Then he speaks through you. So your mind must be engaged in the spirit all the time. That's where the answers come. That's where the answers come. You remember Apostle Peter? He said that he said that when after he was thinking about these things, then the spirit said to him. You remember that scripture last week? I said that 10. After he was thinking about these things, then the spirit said to him. So the spirit spoke to him as he was thinking about the vision. As he was thinking about it. So your ability to think through it releases the mind of God. When we say God is speaking to people, it's not, it's not, it's not something mysterious that can happen to people often. It, it can't. It can't. When you prepare your mind and you prepare your heart, you many things will fall on your radar. There are times I'm in prayer, then I enter people's phones, I enter people's house, I enter people's churches, I enter, then I come back many times. As, as your network is on, you, there will be coverage area. I'm telling you. So what you do after praying is more important than what you do during praying. Because you are praying to hear God afterwards. You are praying to hear God after you are done praying. I mean, people hardly speak to you when you are speaking to them. They speak to you when you are done speaking. That's how God works. People speak to you when you are done speaking. So in prayer you are speaking, but after you are done praying, after you are done speaking, then he speaks. So whether you still wait to hear what he has to say after you are done speaking. There are people, they are one, one person conversationalist. When they are chatting with you, they never let you speak. They talk, ah, then they go. They never hear what you have to say. So most people have taken that approach even to God. That they talk to God, ah, when they finish, they say, God, I don't want to, I, I don't want to hear what you have to say. I just came to tell you things, then I go. But the the, the resource of your prayer is the answer. It's what he had to say. Are you going to flex God with grammar? Yes. So God, I speak to you this morning as I woke up from my seat. I said I am coming to the throne room perspective. And I, uh, 
God seen before. And I speak to you from the mountains of Gilboa. Hey. So, when the revelations come, then you have to engage the revelation. You have to engage the idea God gave you. Most people hear from God, but few people do what he's saying they should do. So, after you prayed about your business, about your marriage, about a new thing you want to start, what did God say? So, the, you, you have prayed, he has spoken. But to see the answer to the whole prayer you were praying, you have to apply what he said. You have to respond and react to the revelation. So he spoke to Apostle Peter. He said that there are three men coming to you and go with them. It's more like having divine helpers. It's more like having divine connections. Then he said, go with them, doubting nothing. And the Bible said, the next day, Peter put himself together and went with them. That's when the answer came. That's when the breakthrough came. That is how Cornelius and his whole family were saved. Peter had to put that generation to effect. Hallelujah. So, when you are done praying and you hear God speaking to you, you have to respond and react to what he said. Remember, the Bible said in Proverbs 24 verse 3 that through wisdom is a house built. Through wisdom is a house built. So, building things is on the foundation of wisdom. But what is wisdom? The right application of knowledge. The right application of idea. The right application of information. So, if you are going to build it, first of all, the idea must be present with you. And then you have to apply the idea. So, every architect builds three times before it is built. The idea is, first of all, in his mind. That is, that is the revelatory process. So, the idea God is giving you is in your mind. He has spoken to you in your mind. He has spoken to you in your spirit. Your mind understands. Then, after getting the idea in their mind, they draw it on paper. That's the process. That's the process level. Well, you have to process the idea God gave you on paper. That is why writing is the mark of excellence. Writing. So after they draw it, after they see the dimension everything, then they go to the actual ground. So the building has been built three times in the mind, on paper, on the ground. In the mind, on paper, on the ground. So when God gives you a revelation, it's in the mind. He expects you to record on paper. Then he expects you to respond on the ground. So the revelatory knowledge comes in the mind. But you respond by recording it on paper. Then you react and put it in place so that it becomes realized. A realized dream on the ground. And that is how you achieve results. By building. Through wisdom is a house built. Through wisdom is a house built. The systems of God are, are, they have individual constituents that you need to correlate. You have to do many things together to get the result you are looking for. Remember the Bible said all things work together for good. It's not one thing. It's all things working together. All things means different components. All things means different constituents. But they are working together. It means correlation. So, constituents, components correlate for good. If many things don't work together, there is no good. So, he gives you the idea in the mind. You put it on paper. It comes on the ground for good. So, when you pray, the revelation comes. But you respond to the revelation by writing it down. Those who think on paper, think better. Those who think on paper, think better. Scientists have proven that whatever you write with your hand, your brain stores 70% of it. That's why excellent students write. 
excellent accountants right, excellent lawyers right, excellent designers right, excellent architects right. You ask yourself, what is writing got to do with speaking? The more you write, the more it is retained in your mind. The more it's retained in your mind, the more you can speak excellently. That's why the whole Bible was not spoken but written. Write, 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 write. Think through. Think through. See through. Then it becomes real in your imagination. Then when you actualize it, it becomes better. Are we together? Right. Another power of prayer in releasing you to your results. New confidence. Prayer releases new confidence. There is something that you have to do in order to see your next level. There is something that you have to do in order to see the results you want to see. Your next level will not happen without your involvement. You need your involvement. You need your participation. You need your engagement in order to come to your next level. The results will come when you engage the covenant values, the covenant systems, the covenant principles. You have to engage. When you have water at the bathhouse, you have soap at the bathhouse, you have towel at the bathhouse, and you fail to engage, you will still stink even if you are in the bathhouse. It is engagement that brings results. It is participation that brings results. There is nothing that God will do that you don't have to do something about it. Even salvation, you have to believe, you have to accept, you have to confess. The processes of God always includes a humanistic phase. There is always something you have to do about it to get to where you want to get to. I said prayer releases what? New confidence. Amen. Acts chapter 4, verse 24. Prayer releases New confidence. Acts chapter 4 verse 24. Are you there? Let's get there. Acts chapter 4 verse 24. Acts chapter 4 verse 24. Are you there? I'm still waiting now that we get there. Hallelujah. Am I preaching the word this morning? Uh, uh, uh. Acts 4 24. Are you there? Can I read now? And when they had heard that, they lifted up their voice to God. People hear things, they lift their voice to men. Spiritual people hear things, they lift their voice to God. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, so the prayer continues. Let's jump to verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they speak the word of God with boldness. That's what I want you to work. And they speak the word of God with boldness. So when they prayed, the Holy Ghost released boldness. But without them speaking, the boldness was not manifested. So they prayed that God, these people are trying to fight us so that we don't preach about Jesus. These people are trying to limit us so that we don't preach about the word of God. But we have come to you in prayer. And the Bible said, when they were done praying, the Holy Ghost filled the place. Everybody was shaking. They were filled with boldness. But they had to speak. So when new confidence comes, you have to command certain things to change. Either than that, the confidence will be there, but will not see the results. You are going for an interview. You have prayed for confidence. But after praying for confidence, when you go, you have to be ready to communicate. You have been given an opportunity to speak, to preach, to lead, to sing. You have prayed for confidence. In fact, you have prayed for the Holy Spirit to fill you. But the Holy Spirit at that time filled you with confidence. But your confidence will materialize when you speak. So without speaking, you will not see that he has even filled you. Most people want to feel him before they speak. 
But you want, you have to speak before you know he has filled you. So you have prayed, you have waited on God, you have studied his word, you are in prayer, you are going for that meeting, you are going for that gathering, you have been given the opportunity to speak. You prayed for the Holy Ghost to come upon you. But that time the Holy Ghost comes upon you and he releases boldness. But that boldness will only be seen when you are, when you speak. So without speaking, you will not see it. So you pray for confidence, confidence has come. But confidence that has not been communicated will not achieve results. You pray for confidence to be able to score last minute goal. And they had penalty at the 90th minute and you are going back. The genuineness of that confidence will be seen when you step forward and you play. In fact, people are praying for things they are not ready to receive. You ask God for a, a new business and God says that begin to put rubbish together. Then you ask him. Begin to sell ice kenke. Then you ask him. But that is the new idea. You have to be confident to do it. That's when the results come. There is always something you have to do to produce the results you are looking for. There is always something you have to do to produce the results. You have to do something. You have to grow in confidence. As you pray, Holy Ghost, let your power be seen. After praying, you have to speak. Bishop Oyedepo said one day, he was, they were in the church. When suddenly some people came, they said that the local authorities there said they should move from that place. It's a restricted area, whatever, whatever they are doing. Church. They don't do, have to do church there. They have to move this and that. If they don't move within seven days, when the man said that, he looked at the man, he held the man. He said, if I speak on you, he said, if I speak on you, what will happen to you? Then he held the hand of the man. He started blowing in tongues. The man left the office, never returned. The local authorities never came there. That anointing was in him. But it has to be released through speaking. So you have a dream. Somebody is following. Somebody is trying to kill you in a dream. You have to speak. When you wake up, don't look for your phone to call a man of God. Speak. And the man of God will call Don't call me because I won't pick. I had a dream. In the dream, I saw somebody chase me. It was like a hen. Then he changed into a crocodile. Speak! Say, you foul spirit. I command you in the name of Jesus. Whoever it is behind us, I kill you. Speak! Master, you win with your mouth before you win with your hand. Though. That's why when boxers are going to fight, they say things to each other. You will see what I'll do to you then. When a guy is going to beat you, he beats you with the mouth Finish beating before you start the fight. Obana. Obana. But he's not strong. But he's loosening your defense level. Sure, words are powerful. So when confidence is released, you have to speak. When the Holy Ghost is released in confidence, you have to speak. You have to say what you want to see. You don't have to say the situation. You have to say what you want to see. Most people say the situation and they don't say their expectation. And as you keep saying the situation, you are making the situation stronger. But as you keep saying your expectation, you are bringing your expectation into reality. So the Bible said, who has seen said a thing before that as soon as Zion travels, she gave birth. As soon as Zion travels. So Zion travels by speaking what she wanted to say. Not what was around, but what she wanted to see. You have to speak. Sick four people tell them, you have to speak, you have to speak, you have to speak, you have to speak. Some of you, it is time for you to go to your boss and say, boss, let us adjust the salary. Some of you have to go to your boss and say, boss, let us adjust the salary. But you are not confident. How are you? I'm fine. Is everything okay? Yes, please, everything is okay by the grace of God. Is there anything you want us to talk about? No, sir. 
There is nothing. When you go home, my boss there, you don't speak about it, it's not done. You don't speak, it's not done. You have a supplier who supplies you with bread, supplies you with shoes, supplies you with bags, supplies you with books, supplies you with something. And you want to tell the person that, oh, I want us to go on some credit terms. I don't want us to do it like I brought the money, then you gave me the thing. I want you to give me the things. Let me sell. Then when I make the profit, I pay you back. You don't say it. It's in your mind. You have to speak. You pray to God for favor. You come out, then you speak. Many things will shift when you speak. Many things will turn when you speak. And it's not just speaking to God, though. After speaking to God, you have to be ready to put the wisdom in place to speak to men. That's why most people, their spiritual life tends to be separated from their corporate life or social life. They are spiritual. They are strong in church. They love God. They serve God. But when you see how they relate with men, there seems not to be any benefit of their spirituality on their work with men. Because they have failed to transfer the kingdom values here. So you have to speak to your boss. You are in an office, your boss is pressing, pressing you. Today holding your buttocks, the left one. Tomorrow the right one. The next day hold your waist. I say hold your breast, left breast. Do you have something to say? No, sir, I'm not, I don't have anything to say. The Lord is my strength. You have to speak that boss. We came here to work. Not to press. If you don't speak, the hairstyle you don't like, your baba will give to you. So Tony, the reverend Trihon said, you pay the depot. By the time he is done, you look like a monster. Because you failed to speak. You are going to beat a big man and you are already shaking. You are already shaking. You have to be ready to speak. I mean, have respect, but speak. Yeah. Humility is not humiliation. Have respect for him. Have decorum for him. But when they ask you, let there be clarity of expression. Amen. Yeah. So you are here. Maybe you have seen a lady you like, Papa. You can't speak. You have to speak. After praying, you have to speak. Hallelujah. Yeah. Stop passing through me. I'm tired. I don't want to be a conductor. I don't want to be a semiconductor again. I let me stand outside. Speak to the person. Papa, can you talk to her for me? Papa, I am tired. I've been a between us since. It's okay. Go to the person and speak. Papa. Papa, what do you think? Is it okay? Papa, have you spoken to him? Papa, any update? Any inheritance? Any software? Any application? Nonsense. You have to go and speak. Hallelujah. The results will come when you speak. Yeah. Your thinking is not as powerful as your speaking. Say something. After you pray, say something. Don't just sit there. Don't just be quiet. Amen. Let's look at the last one. Mm. Are you enjoying the word? Yeah. So when you pray, prayer releases new anointing. I see the anointing of the Holy Ghost coming upon five people here. I see the anointing of the Holy Ghost coming upon ten people here. I see the anointing of the Holy Ghost coming upon 20 people here. I see the anointing of the Holy Ghost coming upon the lives of people here. In the name of Jesus. Mm. Mm. There is a release of new anointing when you pray. Master, prayer is not stupidity. Prayer is the spiritual room that engineers the future. Yeah. When you see people who pray and are prayerful and those who don't pray, their lives are different. Some people are light. Some people are heavy. It's not weight on a balance. I mean, spiritually heavy. Spiritually light. There are people, when you call their spirit in the occultic realm, nothing appears. 
nothing appears. There are people before you call their name, say Jack, then Alolomi is already there. You say Jack, Alolomi has appeared. Mercy. Lightweight. Lightweight. There are people you call their name and the mirror itself will crack. Strong. Strong. One of my friends in GHS, he went to do a, 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 a Sakawa. The man said the money will not come. The first he told the guy that there's something, I don't know, there's some, your money won't come. So go and stay with Sakawa people so that when they eat, then you get some. Yeah. So he's now staying with them. The man said, even, even in the demonic world, not everybody has enough weight to see results. The man said, Yo, it will not come. Come back to Jesus. <laughs> Ask somebody, are you strong? 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 Ask another person, how long do you pray? How much do you pray? Ask the person, do you pray at all? Do you pray? At all? Ask the person, you look so nice. Do you pray? Do you pray? Do you pray? Ask the person, Mr. Perfect, Mrs. Perfect, do you pray? Haba. And some people go to God in prayer, but they are never real to God. They are never real. They never say the real thing God knows about them. Uh, I say, fakeness don't last. No. God, I just want to tell you that I love you so much. You know how easy it is to worship you. I just, I don't know. It's like I'm on default in my worship. I don't know how it's so easy, but I, I, it's just, oh, shanda da 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 God too knows you. God knows you. That you, you are a serious worshiper in God. So you go to God and tell God, God, I know, I know, I'm going to marry. I know I'm going to marry. That's a confession of faith. It's different when you go to God and say, God, at my age, say, say God, let me talk. I know you, but just wait. I know how you don't make people talk. Listen, at my age, I am not going out. I'm going at the guy. Look at the guy. Look at God. So, as you sit there, that is, is it, it doesn't bring you glory. God, change it. When I'm serious with God, I don't speak in tongues. I, I say it. Something serious. I don't know what the Holy Spirit is saying. I don't know. I say, God, sir, let's be real. Look at this. Look at that. Step in. Change it. Keep returning to God. And when you two, all your tongues are the same. Ten prayer topics, same tongues. Imalama, Imalama. Ah, okay. You may be saying that, God, take my mother away. Take my mother away. Kill my father. Kill my... I said, God, listen to me. I change this. Yeah. Don't go to God like you are a bishop. Oh. Don't go to God like you are pastoring God. <laughs> you know, yeah, don't go to God like God has to. It's like God is your small boy. You have to be very humble and tell God genuinely about what is happening. Yeah, I told God, I said, God, this ministry thing, if it does not work, I will stop. Because I can't waste my life building something that won't work. No. I said, God, I love you, but as for heaven, there, we will meet there. But to do your work here, I won't do it. If it won't work, what, what is that? Some of you, your fellowship ministries, your, your campus ministries, your cell meetings, you, you have never sat with God to ask questions. Hmm? But I see new grace coming upon your life. So prayer releases new anointing. Luke chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. Luke chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. Luke chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. 
let there be the release of new anointing. Uh, I didn't hear your amen at all. Uh, the psalmist said, I shall be anointed with fresh oil. I see fresh oil coming upon the life of somebody. Luke chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being 40 days tempted of the devil. And in those days, he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. So you see that Jesus was fasting. And remember that I said that they can never be fasting until it is complemented with prayer. You can pray without fasting, but you can never fast without praying. So if the Bible said he fasted, then you should know that he prayed. Are you getting me? So if you, are, if you didn't pray when you were fasting, it's called hunger strike or economic savings. If all your money is 50 Ghana and you know it cannot take you through the week so you want to fast Monday, Wednesday and Friday, you are saving money. That's it. It's not that you are genuinely fasting because for fasting, there must be prayer. So, this guy, Jesus prayed. Hey, Jesus said this guy. Jesus, you are also a guy, but, yeah. So, I want us to jump in the same scripture and look at verse 13. So, okay, so let's, let me start from 14 here. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him throughout all the region round about. Verse 15. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. So, the man prayed. He fasted. But the glory came after he taught. So you pray. You fast. The new anointing is released. But the glory will come when you perform your assignment. So when you pray and you fast. And you decide not to perform your assignment. God said set a new platform. He said start a new social hub. He said start new network marketing. He said start new business. He said, bring out a ministry. He said, start a music ministry. He said, start a dancing ministry. He has released the anointing, but it will only bring glory when you perform. So your inability to perform, even though the anointing is on you, will be dormant. Most people carry anointing, but the anointing is not active because they have not activated it. So you have to activate the anointing. You have to perform your assignment. You have to do what God has called you to do. You have to keep pursuing what he has called you to do. If it's preaching, preach. If it's prophesying, prophesy. If it's building business, build. If it's dancing, dance. If it's music, do. If it's cooking, cook. Whatever he has asked you to do, do. As you keep doing, then you can see the glory manifest. You don't pray for glory. You activate it. You activate it. You activate it. You activate it. You engage it. The men of resource are men of action. Men of resource are men of action. Stop procrastinating everything. Stop transferring what you can do today to tomorrow. Stop transferring what you can do this year to next year. Stop transferring what you can build this year to next year. The glory comes when you act. So for Jesus, because he was a teacher of the word, he taught the word, then the glory came. He taught, he performed his assignment, then the glory came. The same anointing we are praying for will manifest in different ways for different people. The, the wisdom that the teacher will receive is different from the wisdom a medical doctor will receive. The wisdom a medical doctor will receive is different from the wisdom a driver will receive. The wisdom a driver will receive is different from the wisdom that a prophet will receive. They are all wisdom, but God knows that they are individual systems and they are all different. So he releases the same thing as water, but each of them use it in their context. 
how it is profitable to the assignment. A businessman has a different outlook for the word of God. A politician has the same word of God, but can see it in a different way. A medical doctor has the same word of God, but can see it in a different way. A pastor has the same word, but can see it in a different way because you interpret things by your context. So as we are praying for the anointing, it may not necessarily be the anointing coming upon you to prophesy, but the anointing coming upon you to establish more business. Same anointing, but God knows your context. Same grace, but God knows your faith. So as you keep working in the line of your assignment, he keeps increasing the glory upon your life. Am I preaching? So whatever we all need, true, we all need it, but we all need it for different reasons. We all need water, but for different reasons. Some people need water to farm. Others need water to fish. Others need water to cook. Others need water to bath. So we are all praying for water, but our perspective is different. Our positioning is different. The same anointing, but the effect is different. You don't necessarily have to become a prophet to see you are anointed. When you walk in the dimension of your own assignment, you'll see the glory coming out. Whether it's academics, whether it's leadership, whether it's politics, whether it's health, whether it's business, whether it's administration, whether it's finance, wherever your field is, the more you keep acting in accordance to your calling, the more you see his glory. The more you see his glory. The more you see. The anointing is not just for prophets or healers. People God has. The anointing is for everybody who has an assignment. So far as God has called you with an assignment, he anoints you and prepares you for that assignment. The anointing is the fire that makes the assignment possible. So when you pray, God releases an uncommon anointing. But that anointing may not necessarily be for you to prophesy, as I'm saying, or to teach the word with revelatory ability. But that anointing may be given to you in how to serve people, in how to relate well with people. Every gift needs an anointing. Every gift needs an anointing. And every assignment has related gifts. So when God gives you an assignment, he gives you gifts. Then he gives you the anointing to make that assignment possible and that gift manifest. So the anointing a musician prays for is the same as the anointing a medical doctor prays for. But the context at which the anointing will be used is different. This one from the other. So in prayer, God releases the anointing. In prayer, he releases the anointing. But the glory of the anointing is seen when you keep performing in the center of your calling. Stop delaying. Stop waiting. Stop procrastinating. Begin to work. Begin to do what you have to do. The glory will manifest as you work. The farmer who sees harvest is the farmer who works all year long. It's not the farmer who sleeps. The one who sows, the one who clears the land, the one who cultivates, the one who prunes, the one who waters, the one who transplants, the one who waters again. He is the one that sees results. So the glory of harvest is on the platform of investing into your assignment. You have to invest. You have to work towards what God has called. Whatever results you have to do, you have to work. 
God has called you to build businesses, you have to work towards them. Then the glory will be released. The glory will be released. The glory will be released. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. So some people carry the anointed, but because they have not activated the anointed, we don't see their glory. But this morning, I speak as a prophet of God. Let that cock be taken away in the name of Jesus. Let that cap be taken away from your life in the name of Jesus. Let that restriction be broken in the name of Jesus. Let that barrier be taken away in the name of Jesus. Let that wall break down in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, I'm coming out. So it is in your coming out that you see the glory. If you keep singing at the bathhouse, nobody will pay you. If you keep singing at the bathhouse, nobody, if you sing, you record, we pay. If you don't sell it, nobody buys. If you don't sell it, nobody buys. Look at somebody, tell the person, why are you delaying? Why are you delaying? Why are you delaying? Ask another person, why are you? You have waited, sir. Why? You have waited. You have waited. I see prayer bringing you results. So the system of prayer is not inadequate or it's not without capacity, but you have to engage. You have to engage. You have to engage. Forget about those who criticize you, keep working. Forget about those who accuse you, keep working. Forget about those who are fighting you, keep working. The, the, the best resource you can give your enemies is resource. The best response you can give your enemies is resource. Not shout. You fight, I fight, you fight, you talk back, I talk back. I, 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 I show you what I have, you don't have. I show you what I have built, you have not built. It answers it. As you are working and as you are working hard, forget about the detractors and the detractions. And keep working towards the vision. Men of assignment are men who respect their vision. And keep working towards the vision. Don't let everything, don't respond to everything you hear. Sometimes, the wisest man is the one who kept quiet. Yeah, just... Keep quiet. And be focused. That's why Dr. Mensah Otabel, a man of high integrity, has never honored an interview before. Who has seen his interview before? He doesn't do interview. TV station, radio station, online. He doesn't do interview. He's focused on his interview. Then you misconstrue what he's saying. You misrepresent. He doesn't do interview. The interviews Bishop Dark said he has done in this world of ministries no more than five. Five. You see other people every day, they, are, they have something to say on Joy FM, Adam FM, Peace FM. Is that your assignment? My spiritual father, all his life, is only once he sat on a radio station. Once. He said, I'm tired, bro. I'm a bro. That's not an assignment. Papa. People who are busy working are busy. They are busy building something. Not interviews. Look at what ICGC has become. A, a mogul, a mogul of ministry. Not interviews. Bishop Ede Paul, once interview, once, they asked him 10 questions. All the 10 questions is the same answer he gave. What is the greatest success you have had in ministry? People. What is the greatest regret you have had in ministry? People. What is the greatest thing you want God to do in the ministry? People. Who is the greatest people? All people, people, people. The guy who was doing the interview got tired. They, they ended it. If you ask people, somebody 10 questions and he gives you the same answer. He is trying to tell you something. But you see some people, they are always fighting for interview and platform. But others are seriously working. Hmm. Ask somebody, where is your attention? Where is your focus? Some people too, every time they are trying to, they are trying to get to know what others are saying about them. You will kill yourself. 
But what did they say again? Have they said, what is that? I'm telling you, if you really want to know what people are saying about you, you will kill yourself. You have to march on. You have to soldier on. You have to pursue your vision. Failures and non-achievers are those who criticize. When you see people playing football at the field, you see the spectators and commentators. He should have had it. He should have had it. He should have. When they finish, they don't give them medals. You don't receive medals by commenting. You, the people who played the game are those who receive medals. Not those who had other reasons why or other ways of. Oh. Results come when you work for it. They say, if wishes were horses, beggars would ride. It's not enough to wish for it. You have to work for it. I see the glory of God coming upon somebody. I see the anointing being released upon somebody. I see new anointing coming upon somebody. I see new revelations coming upon somebody. I see new confidence coming upon somebody. I see new favor coming upon somebody. I see new grace coming upon somebody. I see new open doors coming upon somebody. I see fresh oil coming upon somebody. I see fresh grace coming upon somebody. I see fresh anointing coming upon somebody. I see God opening a door for somebody here. I see God opening a door for somebody here. I see God opening a door for somebody here. I see God turning something around. I see God shaking something around. I see God shifting something around. In the name of Jesus, will you clap your hands and give glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want us to pray. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus, Father, as I pray, let there be the release of new revelation in the name of Jesus. You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word, accept it, adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast and youtube via the handle prophet or queen you can also meet him live at the mountain of results auditorium down Summon market complex accra ghana stay blessed to clear my day.